Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing through the book of Acts, in the sixth chapter of Acts. And we saw where Stephen, in verse 8, was full of grace and power, and he was performing great wonders and signs among the people. And Stephen was not one of the original apostles. Okay, this is really important to keep in mind, because we're starting to see some things here, are we not? Okay? Yeah, we're going to see a lot of stuff here. Related to that. So, uh, of course, when all these signs and wonders are taking place, the religionists are reacting. So what did they do? Well, they weren't able to cope with his wisdom. We saw that in verse 10. And they weren't able to cope with the spirit with which he was speaking. Okay? So they decided, okay, here's what we'll do. Verse 11. Then they secretly induced men to say, we have heard him speak blasphemous words against Moses and God. So the religious rulers, as they always do, same type of strategy, same type of thing, uh, which parenthetically, let me say, this is what evil does. Evil's not very creative. Even down to Satan himself, he cannot create ex nihilo out of something like God can. So the only thing he can do is pervert and he does that extensively, seek to pervert the creation of the Most High God. And that's what these people do. So here they secretly induce. And it literally means to throw or to put under, like throw under the bus. It's the idea uh, of, um, uh, of a secret type of, of agreement to suborn a lie, suborn perjury. You hear that kind of phrase all the time. You're talking somebody into doing something. So they secretly induced men to say this. Well, I wonder what the inducement was. What was the form of inducement? Well, you know what it is. It's always the same thing, right? It's money. You know, more than likely gave them money. So they came along and they said, we've heard this guy speak these blasphemous words against Moses and against God. Well, it's one thing to say that. Then verse 12, watch what happens. And they stirred up the people, the elders and the scribes, and they came up to him and dragged him away and brought him before the council. So these guys that had been secretly induced, they stirred the people up. And they stirred the elders and the scribes. They stirred everybody up. Well, somebody was behind this that did this stirring up. Well, sure, it was the council. It was the elders. It was religious rulers. Same pattern, same thing that happens today, folks. Nothing new, right? Same type of thing. So they bring him before the council. They go and they grab him. They bring him up there. Verse 13. They put forward false witnesses who said, this man incessantly speaks against this holy place and the law. For we have heard him say that this Nazarene, Jesus, will destroy this place and alter the customs which Moses handed down to us. So you see the strategy is the same thing they accused Jesus of. They would take the truth of something that he would say and then twist it and pervert it. Okay? And so had Stephen said these things, well, don't you love the way they say it? This man speaks incessantly against this holy place in the law. We don't know the details of what all 
Stephen said incessantly, we do know what he proclaimed. He proclaimed the gospel. He proclaimed the good news that Jesus was Messiah. He was full of grace. He was full of power. He was performing great wonders and signs among the people. The false witnesses, they knew the only way that they could uh, say anything against this. Remember what we'd seen already? They didn't know how to handle them, the religious rulers, was to come and say that he was undermining their customs, that he was undermining the temple, that Jesus said that he would destroy this place. Remember Jesus uh, uh, said that in three days and three nights you'll tear down this thing, but it'll be raised again. And one of the Gospels clarifies that for us and saying, hey, he was really speaking of his body. Okay, He was speaking of his body. Well, they took it to mean the temple that Jesus said he'd tear it down in three days and build it up. And so they used that repeatedly. Even after Jesus was gone, they used it repeatedly uh, against uh, people who spoke for him, that he would destroy this place and alter the customs which Moses handed down to us. Well, what are the customs that Moses handed down to them? What's the Mosaic law? Okay. And then in their eyes, it's the customs and their interpretation of that law and all the 600 plus rules and regulations that they said, oh, this is how you must handle the law. Their whole way of life was being undermined by the truth of the gospel of the kingdom of God. And they were terrified by it. They had to do something because they could not allow these men to go along and to speak these truths and to manifest this type of power present. Now, last verse that we'll look at today, last verse of chapter 6, says this. Remember what, remember what he just said. Jesus will destroy this place and alter the customs which Moses handed down to us, verse 15, and fixing their gaze on him. All who were sitting in the council saw his face like the face of an angel. What is that all about? Well, we see that fixing their gaze phrase again. Remember we first saw it with Peter and John when they looked upon the man that was asking for alms, casting their gaze upon them, fixing their gaze. That fixing their gaze has really struck me through the years. There's something about that. And the more I look at it, the more significant it becomes and the less I understand it. <laughs> Y'all know how that goes. <clears throat> There's something significant there about that. Casting their gaze on him. And so all of them who are sitting in the council, so this is the religious rulers. All the religious rulers were looking at Stephen. And they're casting their gaze on it, and they're all seeing it. They're seeing. What are they seeing? They're seeing his face like an angel. What's the face of an angel? <laughs> what is being referenced to here with the face of an angel? I think it's speaking uh, to his countenance, okay, to his appearance. Well, what would be the countenance and the appearance and the face of an angel? Well, there would be no fear. Okay, There would be no concern. There would be no anxiety. There would be peace that passes understanding. I think this actually reflective of power and of presence. The very power and presence of the most God himself being manifested through his servant, Stephen, 
sitting there in the midst of, of false accusations and attacks, that there's a power and a presence and a peace here that man does not understand. And they're gazing at him. They're fixing their gaze upon someone, staring a hole through him, right? They're doing this. And yet every one of them see that his face is like the face of an angel. Every one of them see that there's something happening here that goes beyond just the countenance of man. There's something occurring here. And the way that they described it, the way they understood it was his face was like the face of an angel. You know, this occurs today, folks. I can give you examples of this, okay, to where you're in the midst of a situation like this, and yet your countenance reflects the power and the presence of the Most High God. And even those who are the most angry and belligerent have to acknowledge that there's something going here, going on here. A lot of times they'll erupt, okay, and say, why, 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 are, you, why are you looking at that? Why, why are you giving me that stupid look? Why are you looking at that? I've actually seen that occur, folks. And it's really the power and the presence of the Most High God being manifest in just your countenance. Who do you trust in, folks? Do you trust in your ability to handle these kind of situations or do you trust in the Most High God? There's some things for us to see here. May we learn. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode.